You are listening to Paranormal Probe with Trip Tanfell. and welcome back to the Paranormal Probe podcast for episode number four. I'm Trip Tanfell from the 10-Step Studios, and this week's show is all about lake monsters. As I began my research for this show, I found myself a little surprised. I'm sure all of us have heard the stories about the famous lake monsters, but I was concerned there might not be enough lake monsters to do a show about. We're all familiar with the heavily reported stories about the Loch Ness Monster and the monster called Champ from Lake Champlain, but how many more lake monsters have you really heard about? Not many, right? Well, that's what I thought too, but when I began looking into the facts, I was pretty surprised when I found information on about 100 different lake monsters, and that's from North America alone. So then I decided to look into what types of lake monsters are being reported. It appears most of the sightings fit into two main groups. Many of these monsters are said to be like prehistoric reptiles called plesiosauruses. This is a marine animal that we know was real at one time because of the fossils and skeletons that have been found. But these creatures were from the Jurassic period and they went extinct about 66 million years ago. These are monsters that resemble large lizards and they have a head that is similar to a horse's head. Their neck is long and slender and it is attached to a very plump body, to put it politely. After all, we're not here to insult any of the uh, plesiosauruses. Next, it has four large flippers and a long tail. They reach lengths of about 11 feet and they can weigh about a thousand pounds. The plesiosaurus was a carnivore, so they did eat meat, but it's believed their food intake was limited to fish and other meat sources found in the water. Since they had flippers and not legs, scientists don't think these animals actually crawled up on land. Scientists also believe the plesiosaurus went extinct due to the KT event that happened 66 million years ago. To put it simply, the generally accepted theory is that a large comet or an asteroid hit the Earth with such a huge force that it killed off about 70% of all of the living species on Earth at that time. So before we stray off track too far, let's go back to the types of lake monsters that have been seen. Another widely reported lake monster has the appearance of a serpent, which is very similar to a large snake. It has a snake-like head and a long body with no legs or fins. And as this creature moves through the water, it has a series of humps that stick out of the water and it causes waves on the water's surface. The descriptions I've read about say some of these serpent-style monsters have smooth skin and some have scaly skin like a regular snake has. 
So those are the two different types of lake monsters that have been spotted over the years by many thousands of people, and in many cases, pictures have been taken, and sometimes videos have been recorded of these cryptids. So let's get started with the most widely recognized lake monster in the world, which is a creature called Nessie from Loch Ness in Scotland. In Scotland, you will find a body of water called Loch Ness. This is the second largest lake in Scotland, and it covers about 22 square miles. The average depth of the loch is 433 feet, but it does drop down to 755 feet in some places, so this is a significant body of water. Loch Ness is a freshwater lake that is connected to the sea by several smaller rivers and waterways. Some think that there may still be underwater caverns that connect the lake to the sea, which may allow Nessie to travel back and forth between the lake and the sea. The first sightings of the Loch Ness Monster were documented back in the 1870s, but pretty much went unnoticed. It was a vague report which mainly described something like a beast or a whale that was churning up a large area of water in the loch. Then in the 1930s, everything changed. This lake had been mostly isolated until 1933 when a road was built next to the lake. This new construction brought in workers, an increase in population in that area, and then tourists began to travel to the loch, and that's when reports and sightings of the lake monster increased. The first photograph of Nessie is also believed to have been taken in the same year, although that picture was out of focus and somewhat blurry. Several of the early sightings claim the monster was seen out of the lake and crossing the road in search of food, but those reports were largely dismissed. Then, in 1934, the first pictures were taken of the head and neck of the animal as it was protruding out of the water. There were four photos taken by a doctor, which added to the credibility of the report. For 60 years, these pictures were the so-called solid evidence that proved the existence of Nessie. But in 1993, there was an investigation of the pictures which called into question the validity of the photos. After the pictures were thoroughly analyzed, it was determined that the original pictures had been cropped, which made the creature look bigger than it actually was. It was also discovered that there were blemishes on the negatives that also contributed to the possibility that the pictures were all a hoax. Other photographs followed over the years, but all were disproven or deemed to be more hoaxes. Then in the 1950s, as more advanced technology had been developed, sonar was used to try to find the animal. But it wasn't until 1960 when a man named Tim Dinsdale, who was an aeronautical engineer, was able to capture footage of a hump in the water that was leaving a large wake. The film was enhanced and studied, and it is thought to be possibly the first real evidence of a live animal moving through the Loch Ness waters. Over the years, many organized researchers have descended on Loch Ness, spending millions of dollars with high-level sonar and video equipment, trying to capture real proof of Nessie, and the results are still inconclusive. Some of the sonar scans actually show imaging of what looks like a plesiosaurus, and I've seen one image that looks just like a flipper of a plesiosaurus. 
Many more videos have also surfaced that show some kind of creature moving through the water and causing large waves. Some of these videos seem to show several humps slicing through the water, and in 2014, a satellite image was captured on Google Maps that resembles a very large creature in the loch. But in the end, no one has positive evidence of any sea monster. So, to conclude, I hope the search continues on. There seems to be some evidence of an unidentified animal in Loch Ness, but at this point we still need to label it as a myth. Now, if you would like to look into this, there are countless stories, pictures, videos, and summaries from bona fide scientists from all over the internet for you to review. Just use the search term, the Loch Ness Monster, to start your own investigation. The next story I thought I would cover is not one that's been saturated all over the newspapers or on TV. I think I've only seen one show on TV about this case, and that's really about it. So here we go on a trip to a lake that forms the border between Minnesota and Wisconsin. This is where our next lake monster lives in a lake called Lake Pepin. Here there's a monster named Peppy. Lake Pepin is about 40 square miles and it's the largest lake on the Mississippi River. It's said that there are reports of this monster dating back all the way into the 1870s by the Dakota Indians. Back in those times, it was normal that the Indian tribes made their own canoes by digging out trees. Typically, the canoes were very thin and they sat very low in the water. However, on Lake Pepin, those canoes were carved extra thick because the Indians claimed they witnessed lake monsters that could poke holes right through the thin canoes. These monsters were described as serpents that were in the range of 15 to 30 feet long. There have been many eyewitness sightings of Peppy on and off for about 150 years, and one report I read about does seem to have some teeth to it. The operator that tours on the lake on an old-style paddle wheeler witnessed something unusual one day. As he was driving by the lake, he saw something large breaking the surface of the water, and it was traveling upstream. He found a place to stop, and he grabbed his camera but by the time he was ready to capture the creature on camera, it had vanished. The part of the story that I find interesting is that the creature was swimming upstream, which is against the current. Logs or debris would have been moving downstream with the current. Now, I mentioned earlier that I saw a story about this lake monster on TV, but in my opinion, that show may have convinced me that the monster might be questionable. During the program, a small group of people went out on the lake in a boat with sonar equipment. They quickly located signs of a large object below the boat, and it was on sonar. One man put on scuba gear, and he went right into the lake right near the boat where they had sighted something on the sonar. He admitted that the water was murky, so his vision was very limited. As he dove deeper, he thought he saw something, and then he felt a sudden rush of water like a whirlpool that pushed him around in the water. In a panic, he quickly swam to the surface and was pulled back onto the boat. He described what had happened to him, but that was it. There were no pictures, there was no video, there was no proof of any kind. Therefore, I remain in the unconvinced category. 
Oh, and by the way, at one time, there was a $50,000 reward offered for anyone who can provide conclusive evidence that Pepe is real. So before you go to Lake Pepin and take a dive trying to find the monster, uh, thinking you're going to get all that cash, you might want to call ahead just to verify if that reward is still valid. Okay, I must admit, lake monsters all seem to have a lot of similarities. They either look like prehistoric plesiosauruses, or they look an awful lot like a snake. Another characteristic is that almost all of the pictures or video footage consists of waves in the water around the lake monster, and there's no real clear shots of the monster itself. But this next story may be one of the best lake monster sightings I've ever seen. In eastern Turkey, there is a large lake called Lake Van, which is one of the largest lakes in the world, and in some spots, it's almost 1,500 feet deep. There is very limited life of any kind in the lake because of its high alkaline content, but back in 1889, there was a major sighting of a large lake monster, and I'm talking a very large lake monster. The report says there were people camping near the lake when suddenly this monster comes out of the lake and attacks them. They tried to fight off the monster, but it grabbed one man and then drags him back into the lake, and the man is never seen again. This report had eyewitnesses, but this was also reported back in 1889, which is a very long time ago, and stories can change over time, so I'm just saying. It is documented that there was an official organized scientific group sent to the lake to investigate the report, but they found no evidence to prove or disprove the attack. There were thousands more sightings on and off over the years, but nothing that attracted much attention because all of the sightings were uneventful and none of them provided any solid proof on the lake monster. Now, let's fast forward to 1997. A man named Unal Kozak, and, and by the way, if you happen to be Unal Kozak, I apologize up front if I'm mispronouncing your name, but that's the way it's spelled, so therefore, the name to me is Unal Kozak. And he was a teacher's assistant at Van University, and he had been conducting studies of his own for quite some time, and he was also very determined to get video footage of the lake monster that would prove its existence. He set off cameras in different positions where there had been previous reported sightings. Then, on June 10, 1997, his wishes came true. While Unal was filming from the shores on the lake, he suddenly spots some kind of creature breaking the surface of the water. I can tell you right now, you will want to look this one up online. I saw the footage, and it is convincing. It looks like the head of the animal pops up out of the water and it also looks like there might be an eye visible. The appearance is not like the normal reports of a serpent-like body. This looks noticeably bigger. While the beast is being filmed, it's also blowing bubbles out of its snout. As I was researching the story, I found that Unal Kozak claims he has captured video of this same lake monster three different times, and I did find all three videos. In the video I just described, the monster doesn't move around much. In the other videos, it shows the monster swimming at a pretty decent speed, and it looks very long. Mr. Kozak says it's about 50 feet long. 
the creature only stays visible for a short time before it sinks back into the water. I did much more searching to find any new reports, but since the video footage that was captured back in 1997, I found no additional information of any current sightings. I urge you to look this one up because the footage is by far the best I've seen of any lake monsters. Get online and search for the Lake Van Monster, and Van is spelled just like it sounds, it's V as in Victor, A-N. That's the Lake Van Monster. As we continue on with our Lake Monsters segment, we are now going to go to the massive state of Alaska, which is also known as the Last Frontier. This is the largest state in the United States, based on square area, but it is also the third least populated. So what we have here is a lot of land, which is mostly wilderness, and very few people living there. Alaska has over three million lakes, and one of them is called Lake Iliamna. Lake Iliamna is the largest lake and the deepest lake in Alaska and it's also the third largest lake in the entire United States. It's positioned at the base of the Alaskan Peninsula and it covers over a thousand square miles. This is a place where there have been reports of a lake monster named Illy, and from what I can find, the report started around 1942. There are many areas in Alaska where the lakes can only be reached by float planes, so when this creature is sighted, it's very often seen from the sky. Most reports suggest Illy is anywhere from the range of 15 feet to 60 feet long, and it has a large vertical tail. In 1963, the monster was spotted by a biologist who also noted he never saw the animal come up above the waterline to breathe, so that kind of suggests that the animal doesn't need oxygen to live. Another one of the great documented reports of this creature was back in 1967 by a local missionary who actually had two different sightings of the beast. The most famous sighting was once again from overhead in a float plane. He got a good look at the monster and got on his radio to see if anyone else was in the area so the sighting could be confirmed by more than one person. Unfortunately, no one else was in the area. Now this is not completely surprising because you have to remember the vastness of Alaska and how sparsely populated that area is, so it does kind of make sense. He did tell a friend of his what he saw and his friend decided to go fishing for the animal. He took his plane out on the water and got some steel cable to use his fishing line. He crimped tuna hooks on the cable, they were about 9 inches long, and he baited the hooks with big chunks of caribou meat. He connected the steel cable to his plane and went out on the lake to go monster fishing. He was sitting on one of the pontoons and he was drifting around when something jerked the cable so hard that he was thrown from the plane and right into the water. The plane was being towed away from him, but he luckily was able to swim to shore. As the story goes, he watched the plane being towed around the lake and he followed it for miles before it came to a stop. He was able to get back out onto the plane, and when he inspected the hooks, he found the hooks had been bent completely straight out, and the monster got away. There is also another similar story out there about another man who tied cables to his float plane, and he caught something so large that it actually started to pull his plane underwater. He ended up jumping off, making it to shore. Uh, again, by the time he got back to the plane, the monster was gone. 
And another sighting I found was really pretty recent. This is uh, from August 6th, 2020. Two sisters, who by the way are prominent members in their community, as well as college educated, had their own occurrence in broad daylight. On one day, the ladies were visiting and discussing local business as they spotted something out on Lake Iliamna through a window. At first, they weren't sure what it was they were seeing, but it looked like a boat might be in trouble and sinking out on the lake. Then as they watched closer, they thought it might be a whale. But then they noticed a rooster tail spraying from behind the object. Whatever they were seeing was moving fast and creating good-sized waves. Then, part of the animal breached the water's surface, but they couldn't see the head. All they managed to see was a large, dark-colored body that took off like a torpedo. One of the ladies yelled at her son to grab a camera, and they jumped into their truck and sped down to the lake. By the time they started recording video, all they could capture was the large rolling waves that had been created by the creature. These women and their story were featured on the Travel Channel, and to this day, the encounter still goes unsolved. As I was researching this story, I found quite a few very notable stories about the Lake Iliamna monster, and it has been seen many times by many people over the years, so this story continues to evolve. Keep in mind, one of my questions about any paranormal report is, how credible are the witnesses? From what I found about these events, many of the eyewitnesses have reputations to protect. This includes doctors, a biologist, a missionary, prominent local families, local pilots, commercial pilots, and so on. These are all people that would have no reason to make up these stories. So I gotta say, I'm a believer in the Lake Iliamna monster at this point. And as always, I encourage you to do your own research. You can go online and search for the Lake Iliamna monster. Now the name Iliamna is spelled I-L-I-A-M-N-A and you will find many postings on the internet about this monster. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this story, there are a lot of reported lake monsters from all over the world, and I'm going to give you a short list here. In Nebraska, on Lake Alkali, there's a monster about 40 feet long that has the appearance of an alligator. In Colorado, Lake Dillon has a beast-like manta ray. Brosno Lake in Russia, they have a monster that looks like a dragon. Wisconsin has the Devil's Lake monster, and that one looks like an octopus. Elizabeth Lake in California, now this one's a little unusual. This one has bat wings, the neck of a giraffe, the head of a bulldog, and six legs. Lake Utopia in Canada has an eel-like monster with a large head, and this monster's about 20 feet long. And in Charles Mill Lake in Ohio, there's a monster that looks like an armless reptile with luminous green skin and glowing green eyes. And the list goes on and on. Now, if you've seen one of these monsters, you have a monster in your area, you've seen one in one of your local lakes, please send us the details and we'll include you on a future show. So that is the finale for this episode featuring lake monsters. As always, I'd like to thank all of you who are tuning in to the Paranormal Probe podcast. And don't forget to send in your stories. Just describe your experiences in an email and send them to me at comments at paranormalprobe.com. Once again, that's comments at paranormalprobe.com. 
And don't forget to join us for our next show, which will be about USOs. Now, just to be clear, that show will be about USOs, which is Unidentified Submerged Objects. I found some great stories to share, so I'll meet you right here again next time. This is Trip Tanfell with the 10 Step Studios. Be healthy, be safe, and be here for our next show. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) 